Introducing the Apex Champions. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Apex Champions podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Neely. Uh, thanks for stopping in, checking out the podcast today, everybody. We really appreciate you coming by and supporting us. Uh, each week we discuss the latest Apex Legends news as well as a more focused topic of discussion. Uh, this week we're going to be talking tips and tricks, more big numbers for the game, uh, some Valentine's loot, leaks, and more. Um, I do want to go ahead and welcome in my co-hosts. First, he is the creator and host of the Games Are Fun podcast, Luke Armstrong. What's going on, Luke? Hey, Garrett. Thanks for having me back on the show again. Yeah, absolutely. And we've also got the uh, producer of the YouTube channel, Tommy Boy 601 He is Tommy Boyd. What's going on, Tommy? Not much. Good to be back, Garrett. Great, great. Well, I hope you guys have had some fun playing Apex this week. I know I had a couple great games. Um, before we get into the news this week, I do want to uh, do, take care of a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, we are live now on all the podcast services. I know it was kind of a staggered release last week with us getting up and running, but we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any service that you're looking for, we're probably there. If you could, please leave us a, a rating and review on whatever service it is that you choose to listen to us on. That helps us uh, get the audio out to some more Apex fans, so we would really appreciate that. And if you could also give us a follow on our social media channels so that you can stay up to date with what's going on, we're on Twitter at Apex Champions, Instagram at Apex Champions Podcast. Facebook, Apex Champions Podcast. Just search for us in the search bar. And then if you want to email the show, we are apexchampionspod at gmail.com. Um, and I will put uh, links to those in the description as well. Before we uh, get started with our main topic today, we do have a bit of news to go over. So let's go ahead and get into that, guys. Um, first thing I wanted to talk about today, huge numbers again. So right after we recorded last week, I think the next day it was announced that uh, 25 million players had had played Apex Legends, uh, and that happened in, there in the very first week. So that's a pretty crazy milestone, and somewhere uh, during that time, there was at least 2 million concurrent players. Um, so pretty pretty crazy numbers there. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, what's, what's kept things sustained this long, guys? Uh, Luke, let's hear from you. Yeah, I think like it, it's it, it's no surprise really that it's continued to the numbers are growing and will continue to grow. I'm sure in, in a week or a month we're just going to be reporting the same kind of thing of you know how many players have checked out the game and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's re it's really interesting. It's good to see that they're getting that kind of exposure. I think um, there's been comparisons to Fortnite, obviously, and how I think don't quote me on this, but Fortnite took like a couple months to reach you know, that number of players, um, certainly a lot, lot less than PUBG took. And then now with Apex Legends, it's even less time. And I think that's just because the battle royale genre has been established and stuff. Everyone kind of understands the concept. It is the newest, best thing. And so when a game come along and, you know, does it really well, people are going to jump on that really quickly. So yeah, I, I think that's great. Um, no surprises though. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, the free to play aspect is is always going to help drive the numbers. Um, and I think that's, you know, each game that's come out has kind of like evolved past the last one, like PUBG. Yeah, you had to pay for it. Not everyone could run it on the PC. Then you get Fortnite. Everyone can play it. It's on everything. It's free to play. And now we get more of a little bit, uh, you know, more of that first person style game back with with Apex and 
uh, just the ability for anyone to jump in and play is, is pretty cool. And I think that's, you know, what's helped drive those numbers. Uh, Tommy, your thoughts on that? I, I'm right there with Luke with saying the, the industry as a whole has now had what it's been almost a year and a half of battle Royale being the it thing. It's been known. It's a known quantity. The people know what battle Royale is. People know that they like it or they don't like it. And having a new fresh, shiny toy, um, for so many people, it you can't help but dive on in and just try to have some fun. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing that I think helped drive um, at least just awareness of the game this week was uh, 8.4 million hours viewed for the Twitch Rivals uh, Apex Legends Challenge. That was the tournament that we let you guys know about mm-hmm. last week. Um, and so the first day of that was this past Tuesday. Um, we had... Kings Canyon, which was the team of Ninja, King Richard, and Dizzy, who's on top currently in North America, and then Team Maine, uh, Gotaga, Mikolo, and Roby, or Robbie, I'm not sure how you say his name, uh, and they're on top in Europe currently, so it looks like um, even just for the awareness, that that tournament uh, was definitely a hit, uh, tons of people viewing it, uh, I know there, there was a chart out, this is definitely the highest uh, Battle Royale game has ever had for a single day on Twitch. Um, so it's beaten out every other Battle Royale. I think CSGO is the only game that's uh, that's higher than it for a single day currently. So um, did you guys get a chance to, to check out the tournament at all? I know I got to uh, to pop in a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, I checked out early on in the day. I think that's when uh, the European teams were at it. Um, and then when North America came, I came in at the tail end. So I didn't actually get to check out as much as I had hoped for, but I definitely did watch. And it just it just blows my mind how, I mean, these are professional gamers for, for a reason. They're great at games. I know that some of them picked up the game a little bit before release, got a chance to get hands-on with it. And... It just is crazy that we're only a couple weeks in and, you know, you got Shroud and Ninja just killing it on this game and that's just helping its exposure, right? So, yeah, really, really cool, awesome tournament. I'm glad that they, you know, kicked off the launch of this game with something big like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm with you there as well. I was only able to pop in for a little while during the European uh, section of the the broadcast there but hopefully this next week I'll be able to check out a little bit more but what I watched was really entertaining I liked the hosts they did a really really good job of explaining what was going on at all times I think they were all streamers as well so they were used to being uh, on the microphone on camera and they were really doing a, a good job of kind of um, explaining some of the higher level tactics of what the players were doing and how they were uh, working together and communicating and that kind of thing. Um, Tommy, I know you had your wisdom teeth out that day. Did you get a chance to pop in and, and take a look at any of the, the stream? I uh, Sadly, I was knocked out cold after my uh, <laughs> surgery. So I was uh, in full recovery mode and just completely missed out on it. Um, but I'll hopefully be able to go back and watch some of the tapes and just enjoy the uh the rounds that got played yeah yeah definitely uh well we're glad you you made it through the surgery there and uh <laughs> you know no worries on not getting able to being able to check out the stream there i can't blame you at all yeah. um but yeah like i said uh you know from what i saw it looked really really interesting and and the the hosts were really the one thing i wanted to mention i thought they again did a really good job of kind of just pulling in new players explaining every little thing because uh, we take that for granted sometimes as people that play games 
you know, on a regular basis is we, we think of, you know, every, everybody already knows everything about this game. There's nothing I can say that nobody already knows. And that's, that's just mm-hmm. not true. So, um, you know, the, the way that these games grow and the way that the community grows is by people taking the time to explain things like that. And that's kind of what we want to get into today a little bit with the tips and tricks is, you know, let you guys know a little bit about some of the, the things we're seeing when we're dropping with randoms that they may not be aware of. And it's kind of, things that are a little harder to communicate than, than just using the ping system. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but I did appreciate that from the, uh, the hosts of the tournament there. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was the Valentine's day loot. So we kind of had our first, um, little, uh, taste of some, some new loot in the game. Um, for the holiday, we had the shot through the heart skin for the longbow. Um, and then we also had the love of the game pathfinder banner frame, um, I actually didn't end up picking up either of these. I'm not sure if you guys did, but I, I did enjoy taking a look at them and just seeing what, uh, what kind of things we can expect. Did you guys, uh, take a look at those? I ended up steering clear of them. I saw them. I was like, eh, for what they were a little too rich for my blood. As far as the pricing on those cosmetics went for me. I agree. Yeah. It was a little much for my, for my blood as well. Um, I think they may need to take a look and I know Fortnite charges, uh, quite a bit and I think they're on par with what Fortnite is basically on their skins and yeah, about. stuff like that. And yeah. And I think they might want to take a look at it. I've, I'm starting to hear some rumblings that people just think it's a little excessive and I, I tend to agree at this point. Um, but you know, I'm going to willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, see what the battle pass is like before we, uh, judge too much but the other thing that i thought was cool was the uh live die live banner badge so this was like a limited time thing you could get a banner badge all you had to do was unlock uh, uh it, it actually unlocked when you revived a squad mate so all you had to do mm-hmm. was play a game revive a squad mate so i was able to pick that one up luke did you uh did you end up picking up that banner i believe i did yeah i i, I would have if i because I, I played a lot over the last uh three days and whatnot. So I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, I'm sure you did too. I saw you online playing quite a bit as well. So, um, yeah, I thought that was cool. Even if you weren't going to be able to spend any money or you didn't want to this time, there was something to still earn. And I'm sure that's kind of how it's going to be with the battle pass as well. They'll probably have a few challenges that we can, you know, do just to get an idea of the type of, uh, things they're going to be having you do for the challenges. But then when you really unlock that battle pass, you'll be able to earn a lot more. So I think this was a good little taste of just what's to come. Um, I think it was really smart to go ahead and just do something to change things up in the second week, not just roll on through. But um, on that note, we've actually got some leaked information. Um, Now, before we go into this, I want to say that we don't know that any of this information is true. This could be completely made up for all we know, but uh, it sounds like it's come from pretty reliable people that have done some of this kind of uh, snooping around in, in game files before. So uh, what we have here is it looks like we're going to be getting a Twitch Prime uh, loot pack, which if you don't know what that is, you can connect your Amazon Prime to Twitch and you get free games and free DLC for games and free items and games, that kind of stuff. Um, and so someone found a string of text in game that says, thanks for playing our game uh, because you're a Twitch Prime member you get a new Pathfinder skin and five Apex packs. Good out, good luck out there on the field. So um, a lot of people were speculating that this was going to drop during the, the Twitch Prime tournament, um, but no word on it yet. Maybe it'll be this upcoming week, but um, we'll see on that one. Though what's really interesting and what Tommy actually brought to my attention, I didn't see this till today, was it looks like we've actually got a few leaks on uh, some new... Uh, 
champions or legends, I, I suppose. So, Tommy, why don't you go ahead and take us away with what we've got here with these new legends, potentially. So, yeah, also in those uh, in the data mining, they found a list of the current legends and then additional names in there. So the names that they found were Octane, Watson, Crypto, Husaria, Jericho, Nomad, Prophet, Rampart, Rosie, and Scunner. Um, Octane and Watson both had traps or abilities associated to them, so we definitely know that they're legends. Um, the rest of them, we think they're legends, but they could also be names of new weapons. Um, so far, Octane is supposed to have some sort of Stimpak-like ability. We don't know if it's going to be for the individual or if it's going to be like a team uh, med pack, uh, kind of like a quicker heal compared to Lifeline. Mm-hmm. And then Watson is supposed to have a uh, Tesla trap of some sort. Being it's Tesla, it's going to be some sort of lightning trap, I guess, or that is the speculation at this point. Yeah, that sounded interesting to me. It sounds like maybe somewhat of a, a caustic type character with more of a, a trap-based um, ability set. So that would be cool. Um, and then Octane, yeah, a lot of people were saying, um, you guys will have to remind me here, I don't remember what the stim packs were in Titanfall, but a lot of people were saying maybe that's some kind of callback to Titanfall. Mm. Um, Luke, I know you played Titanfall. Do you have any idea what I stim pack is? I don't know. I can help you with that Yeah, one. no, I can't remember either. We're, we're bad uh, Respawn fans. We need to go back <laughs> and brush up on our knowledge here. But yeah, just some of these other names that didn't really have any information sound interesting at least. And yeah, I, whether they're guns or new legends or, or whatever um, looks like we're at least in for some sort of new content, um, you know, here pretty soon. So interesting. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys think this is real? Do you think this is all just baloney that someone's worked up the community about? I feel like it's definitely real. Cause generally um, once you know where these, these file names are in, in the actual game files, mm-hmm. someone will call them out if they're not in there. Now, what we don't know is if these are just placeholder or if they're names that they're trying out and we will never actually see these uh, legends come to life. Mm -hmm. If they're trying out their ability and they're like, actually, it breaks the meta or it's not doing what we want it to do. And it just leaves it in there because if they take it out because of how game design works, it breaks 14 other things if they don't leave this weird file in there. Right, right. Yeah, for all we know, these could have been the first two legends they ever made up, and they've since been removed because they were way too powerful, but to go back and actually remove them from the files could screw up the entire game. So I totally hear what you're saying there. So um, maybe don't get your hopes up too much yet, but, I mean, it's likely that we're going to get some new some new legends soon, whether it's these or some of these other names or something completely unknown. But um, it's fun to speculate, and we wanted to bring it, to the to the attention of our listeners. So one one other piece of speculation. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what do you guys want the Pathfinder skin to look like? He's quickly becoming like a fan favorite character. Just wondering what you guys want from a Twitch Prime skin. Sure, sure. Um, Luke, you actually had uh, brought something to my attention earlier in, in reference to a Pathfinder skin. I don't know how well this would fit for for Twitch Prime, but. <laughs> Go ahead and share what you found earlier. Luke. Yeah, there there was an article floating around the last couple of days on a couple um, major news sites uh, talking about maybe a collaboration with the character Chappie from the movie Chappie. Nice. Um, he shares a very similar appearance to Pathfinder. Actually, I had said to these guys that before, like when I jumped into Apex Legends and saw the character Pathfinder, I'm like, why does he look so familiar? And that's exactly who I was being reminded of. And 
so yeah, there was a bit of bit of dialogue on Twitter. Um, is it Neil Blum Blumkemp? Yeah, I think that's right. Blumkemp. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he was kind of retweeting a quote saying, lots of people asking me this, I'm so down in reference to Chappie joining Apex Legends. And then you have Vince Zampella also saying on the tweet, I'm also down for that. So <laughs> again, it could just be one of those things that the, the um, they're having fun with kind of thing. It probably wouldn't turn into something like Chappie, but you know, it, it, it would be kind of cool. Um, it, it's sweet to see when you know, original IPs like this kind of maybe explore different uh, IPs or franchises that are already established, whether it's video games or movies and bringing those things over into the game. I think mm -hmm. that's really neat. You know, we saw, you know, uh, the musician Marshmello in Fortnite mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It would be sweet to see something like that. I think some something that's already established in pop culture make its way over into the game. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time before we see some sort of crossover, whether it's Chappie or or something that's maybe a little more well known or or, or of today's um, you know current pop culture. Because uh, I think that movie's a couple years old, but you know yeah. that would be pretty cool uh, regardless to just see any kind of uh, character crossover with a with another brand and i and like i said i suspect we'll see that before too long if if the game stays um you know on the course that it's on currently uh, i have no doubt that that it'll get to that point but um yeah as far as the twitch prime uh skin goes i don't really have any ideas i mean i'm i'm guessing since it's a free twitch thing they're probably going to deck it all out in all purple with the twitch logo everywhere and do something like that but uh it could be could be better than that i don't know tommy did you have any ideas I was going to say, I would actually totally be down for, like, some sort of, like, dark purple with, like, some distressed Twitch, like, logos or mm -hmm. stickers on them. Kind of like how the the last previous week, week he kind of looked like a race car, mm -hmm. but give us that with a purple treatment and distress mm -hmm. the Twitch logos. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, It's free. Cool. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be pretty cool. Cool. Well, um, I guess we'll stay tuned, see what's going on this week with the... Uh, the rivals uh, challenge on Twitch this week. See if we get any, uh, any new information about the uh, what's it called? The, the Twitch prime loot. Um, I don't know that, that this is when they'll announce it. This could be something they're planning for months down the line, but we'll see. So um, from here, let's go ahead and move on into our main topic guys. Unless you guys had any other news bits you wanted to bring up before we move on. Nope. All right. Cool. Nothing on my end. All right, so this week we wanted to bring you guys some tips and tricks, uh, just little things that we found while we're playing, things we've seen online from other players, and um, just things that are a little harder to communicate than, than what can be done with the ping system. It's just information that would be helpful for everyone to know. So um, I guess I'll go ahead and start it off here, and I kind of told you guys earlier that uh, I teased that I have a new main. My new main is Lifeline. I know I said last week when I played the uh tutorial that no lifeline's not my character but uh turns out i think lifeline's my character because i got like three wins with lifeline this week i had a squad wipe with her earlier today um so nice. really enjoying lifeline the heal drone is is super helpful uh you just pop that when you get in a firefight and you just stand there and keep shooting so um she's she's really fun to play with but the thing that i really like about her is her uh, ability to call in the supply drop and on that note, one tip that I wanted to give was if you um, have ultimate accelerants early game and there's a lifeline on your team, it's very helpful to just give them to her because her uh, ultimate ability takes, I believe, the longest out of anybody's to recharge because it is so helpful. 
Um, so if you can feed a couple of those to her, she can get that really early supply drop and potentially get you guys some loot that could really change the, uh, the game early on for you and help you last a lot longer. So, um, I've been working with a few guys and it's kind of hard to tell them like with the ping system, like, Hey, if you find a, uh, ultimate accelerant, pass it my way. So if everyone just is kind of looking out early game, find those ultimate accelerants, give them to lifeline. If she's on your team, uh, it can really be beneficial to the entire team, depending on what comes down on that supply drop. So, um, let's pass it over to Luke. Did you have any, uh, tips you wanted to share with us this week? Yeah, I just have a, a couple again, like you said, at the top of this, these are nothing that are going hidden hacks or anything like this. I'm sure a lot of people have kind of discovered this as they play, but like you said, they're just kind of cool things to kind of take note when you're, you're dropping in. Um, speaking of dropping in, I guess we'll start with just talking about the best way to drop in. So unless you are dropping in directly above a certain location, like uh, if that's the case, you know, straight down all the way, it's not going to be a problem. But if you're needing to go maybe across the map, um, maybe a little further from where the ship is, uh, there's kind of the method of using the, the wave drop to kind of get over there better. So it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, drop in and then kind of level out. Um, what is it here? I think like 145. Uh, you can kind of pick it up and... Uh, level up again and then go down it's, it's just exactly like it says a wave and that kind of just helps i noticed that you know within my f second day of playing the game a lot of some of the squads i was playing with were kind of using that method so i think that's something that's pretty well known by a lot of people mm -hmm. um, but it's just the best way to kind of get across the map to a specific location if it's kind of in far from reach no yeah i was just gonna say i had been doing that as well um the the wave drop there it's it's uh, something to do with when you, you, you're going straight down and then you pull up out of that that coming straight down. You can really feel the speed kind of pick up behind your character and really uh, you kind of pull out straight ahead. So, yeah, if you're looking to jump you know, straight across the map, it's, uh, it's definitely the, the way to, uh, to get that speed boost and, and really pull yourself across the map. Uh, go ahead, Luke. Did you have another one for us? Uh, yeah, um, just going again on dropping again this is something that's pretty well known uh, i main as mirage that's kind of my character of choice which is funny because starting the game i thought that mirage just was, was a cool character that you know he was kind of behind that paywall you had to either use in-game currency or real money to unlock him mm -hmm. and so i thought oh this is going to be a character that maybe a lot of people jump on and then as kind of new sites are listing that um the the best characters to play in the game. I found that he was kind of dumped near the bottom because his abilities are kind of um, only benefit the the person who's playing it, maybe not the team, but mm -hmm. I think his abilities can be effective for the rest of the team. So one of the ways is sending your decoys in as you're dropping in. So of course you can bamboozle people and send in your, your decoys um, while you're on, like play in the match and everything, but as you're dropping in, you can also send in decoys. The best technique I found is when you're kind of getting close to a certain location and maybe you have a couple other squads on your tail or beside you dropping in near that location as well. That's when you kind of, you hit that LB button a couple times to send in the, the decoy. I found that this actually can help maybe, uh, have the other squads kind of veer off and maybe choose a location that's not as close because 
you know, it's one thing to handle another one other squad in the location that you happen to drop in as well. Right. But if they see that decoy and think that that's a, a whole other squad, um, you know, that may lose like break up the traffic in that specific location. So that was one thing if you're going to play as Mirage. Um, I did have two quick other ones that I wanted to mention, and then we'll pass it over to Tommy. Sure. Um, the first one is if you are, uh, this is something I have trouble with because I like to, to rush in and, and think, think after I act, <laughs> but um, when your squad mates die, or sorry, when uh, you kill somebody and someone's bleeding out, let them bleed out. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go in there, rush in. To, to try and get that kill, register that kill count for that match. Wait a little bit because the chances are that their teammates, especially if you have your full squad and you're kind of near that area, the chances of their teammates coming right away to revive them is, is pretty slim, right? Mm-hmm. Letting them bleed out also will maybe pull those teammates to come and revive them. And so you can kind of hang back or have your teammates kind of flank from another side where where they're coming from. And it, it's just the best technique, I think, when it comes to knocking down your opponents. And mm-hmm. then one other thing on the reviving system, if you, this is something that I noticed uh, playing with a couple people that were actually doing this method and it was really beneficial. I'm not the greatest player at this game. I'm definitely somebody who gets knocked down a lot, gets killed a lot and uh, my team has to carry me to, you know, the, the top 10 or whatever. <laughs> um, when you have a teammate that dies and you pick up their, you know, their recovery banner, try to maybe try to find some resources for that person. Because when they come back into the game, they're not going to have, you know, weapons or any of that stuff to help out. Right. And so basically uh, I had a teammate that, um, had the opportunity again, this doesn't always happen, but was able to kind of loot some of my stuff mm-hmm. and they took the recovery banner to the recovery station or whatever. I dropped back in, they gave me some supplies right away. And then they actually also gave me their other weapon so that I had a weapon oh, right nice. off the bat. And that was really great because, you know, what's better one person with two guns where they can only use one or two players that each have a gun, right? Exactly. Obviously the latter is going to be more effective. And so, yeah, this game is all about teamwork and that's one great thing you can do to really make sure that you succeed as a team. And I think in that match that I'm referring to where I experienced that we actually ended up being in the top three or four squads left because that team work was really proficient and stuff. So yeah, that's basically what I had. Building on that, something that re, uh, respawn has done that's very nice is they've generally if you hit a revive area there's three different crates there for you to mm-hmm. loot so if you can find one that hasn't been touched um you at least have a decent chance of getting some gear so that you're ready to go um and that's what i like to do is as as that thing is coming in i'll go and pop all three of them and that way the person knows as soon as they land what they can grab and what is useful right. for them yeah that's definitely smart uh, it's uh you definitely can tell that they they designed that on purpose to have a you know a little something something there just in case uh, you know you have to revive a teammate. Yeah, like you're saying, Luke. I've had a couple teams that were really good about trying to help out the guy that uh, that went down uh, after he's been revived, and then I had a few others this week that really just were not helpful at all. Um, you know, mm-hmm. other than reviving me, they really didn't do much. In fact, you know, I sat and watched one guy loot my 
loot my uh, little loot box there as the other guy went to go revive me. And I'm thinking, dude, it's not that long of a run. You could just like guard it for me and then I'll be over there to pick up my stuff. But no, he just went to town on my stuff and took what he wanted and I got there and nothing was left. But um, yeah, so that's definitely a a good tip to to put out there into the community is, you know, let's help our teammates out and just reviving them is nice, but reviving them doesn't really do much if they can't defend themselves. So yeah, two uh, two guns on one guy is not as good as one gun on everybody. So let's keep that in mind out there. Um, I wanted to share one more tip I had here. Um, so last week I mentioned that one thing I would have liked to see in the game was to be able to see what gear your teammates have equipped. And it turns out you actually can. So it's not on the main, um, you know, in your HUD in the bottom left-hand corner while you're playing. But if you press um, the inventory button, you can see each of your uh, teammates' uh, equipment spots. So the backpack, the knockdown shield, the helmet, and the uh, shield. So you can see what level they've got. It's color-coded just like uh, everything else in the game. So I just wanted to put that out there as well. Uh, Did know that I mentioned that last week, and I was mistaken. You actually can. Now, the one thing that that still doesn't solve is you can't see what type of ammo they're looking for. Um, So I would still like to see that added to the game. But there is ways to communicate that with the ping system as well. You can... um, just ping on your gun and it'll tell, tell your teammates that you need that type of ammo. So there's a, there's a way to do it, but it would be nice to just have that information on screen like the rest of it. Um, but Tommy, let's hear from you. What, uh, what tips did you have for our listeners today? So building off of what Luke said with the reviving enemies or the down being a down enemy, if you are downed, you can still ping. So if you are on the other side of, of Luke's thing and they're letting you live, Make sure you're pinging while while you're in the bleeding out stage. That way your teammates know kind of where the enemy is. And hopefully that then they will be able to retake the area and get you back up. Um, I find that that immensely useful when a teammate goes down and they're li- essentially live pinging where the uh, where the enemy team is. Yeah, I was I I'm tried to be a, a good teammate and, and be mindful of that as well. And the ping system actually does a pretty good job, especially when you're down. If you just kinda spam the button in the general direction of where the enemy is, you'll it'll like kind of uh, autocorrect for you and tag the enemy pretty well. So I've actually had a game this week where I think I got picked up like three times because I kept going down, but then my teammates would, would come in, they'd know exactly where everybody was clear out the room and get me back up. And we ended up I'm pretty sure winning a game when I, when I went down like three or four times in one game. So yeah, the ping system uh, continues to show its worth and uh, it's definitely um, a great way to communicate. Uh, even if you've uh, kind of already been knocked down out of the game. Do you have anything else, Tommy? Yeah, I got uh, two other kind of tips. One, the doors now beyond just being able to uh, press uh, X or square. If you're on PlayStation, to open up doors there's two other ways you can actually open up doors you can actually shoot the lock if you don't mind kind of giving away your position uh audibly you can shoot the locking mechanism on the door and it will pop the door open which is kind of cool or you can actually melee the doors and it will blow the doors open um that way if you're playing kind of like ring around the rosy where someone's on the other side of a door and they keep on closing it as you're opening it you can knock the door off its hinges um and then engage that person that way um if if you're kind of sick and tired of trying to get a door open. The other kind of tip I have is how to kill the caustic traps. Um, If you've come up against caustic, his traps can be annoying. If you're in a closed environment Uh, out in the open, they they're kind of ineffectual, but when they're in, when you're up and close and you're trapped in an area, they are very deadly. 
So if you shoot, if they're activated and you shoot kind of the red rings on the top or the bottom, mm -hmm. that will uh, destroy the trap and kind of fume, uh, allow the the fumes to air to aerate out, and you will no longer be taking damage from them. Which is which is a nice way to kind of uh, mitigate his traps. Nice. Yeah, I think caustic is kind of the biggest question mark so far in this game, um, at least for me, because um, I don't feel like I go up against him very often. At least not as often as the other. Uh, legends in the game um, but he's definitely got a unique set of skills that uh, I think people are starting to wrap their heads around uh, yeah. both both using him and and defending against him so that's that's good information to put out there as far as kind of uh, disabling those traps um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to mention I'm I'm all out you guys did a pretty good job cool cool yeah I, I think I got everything that I could think of all right, cool. Well, I just wanted to kind of uh, chat here for a few more minutes before we go about uh, how things are going in the game. So um, I told you guys my new main is Lifeline. Uh, really enjoying her. I ended up uh, crafting a skin for her this week. I went with nice. the tie-dye. I thought that kind of fit her character yes. pretty well. So <laughs> she looks pretty uh, pretty radical in 70s with her tie-dye, a little jumpsuit on. Um, Luke, I know you said you're playing Mirage. Have you fallen into the trap of crafting or buying anything for your character yet? I did, yeah. I bought uh, one of the skins. I think it's called Go Bananas, and it's just a <laughs> bunch of bananas, which I thought was very, again, very fitting for uh, Mirage being kind of a smart ass and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I've, I'm enjoying playing as him. I'm kind of, like I mentioned last show, I'm kind of, uh, a gamer that finds a main and sticks to it. Mm -hmm. I did try this past week to explore some different uh, characters like uh, Bangalore and Gibraltar. I played as a little bit, uh, not again, I ended up still going back to Mirage after uh, a couple matches on with each of those, but it's definitely seen that uh, Bangalore, uh, Wraith, Gibraltar, and Lifeline are probably the top four. I, I hardly... Um, ever see or oh, and bloodhound obviously but yeah caustic mirage and pathfinder are definitely the the ones that don't seem to be too popular among the crowd mm -hmm. uh which is very interesting so yeah i agree i agree and uh, you know for as much love as pathfinder seems to be getting outside of the game you'd think you'd see more people playing as him exactly but, yeah um you know he's got his his skill set's a little little different. Uh, again, kind of like Mirage, doesn't really help the team all that much. Uh, but as far as him being a utility and being able to move quickly, I think he's he's still definitely valuable. And there's definitely some strategies that can be formed around him. Uh, Tommy, what about you? I know last week you said you'd been playing Gibraltar and a couple other characters. Have you kind of settled in on anybody yet? Not really. This week, I'm one of those people who likes to go get the achievement, and there's that achievement for doing like 8,000 damage with every single character. Mm -hmm. So um, I've gone through, I've gotten the win with each type of character, um, and I've just been kind of playing and finding what I, which ones I like. I did a solid day as trying to play Caustic, just trying to figure him out as, as a character. Learned just because of his limitations, or what feels like limitations in... Um, open areas which there's a lot of open areas in this he wasn't he's not the most useful in every situation mm -hmm. um, but I've kind of my my comfort food right now is uh, Bangalore Gibraltar or if those two are picked I've been I've been digging on Pathfinder just because it's very useful to be able to get up to some like weird high places with 
with your whole team with that zip line. Yeah, I agree. I, I had a game this week, I believe it was, where my team, we didn't run in, into anybody until very late in the game, and so we were really, really stocked up well. We all had really good scopes, and we had a Pathfinder on our team, so we got real high up and just kind of camped up top and kept a watch on everything and just – Rather than trying to run out and find people to to take down, we just went for the survival route and just lasted as as long as we could. Uh, we we I believe we won that game too, so it was a nice. pretty good strategy in the end. He's he's definitely helpful for getting up to those areas that would take quite a while to climb up. And so if you can get up onto one of those areas, it's nice to have that high ground. Um, did you guys have any uh, any cool experiences in the game this week? See anything unusual? Uh, have a great win? Anything like that that you wanted to share with us? I, I could share a, a bit of a experience. They're not necessarily positive, but it's interesting because we talked last week where we were obviously raving about the game, and mm-hmm. then I'm still at that level, still having so much fun. I did find that I think because the player base has grown, maybe this is just me speculating too much, but um, I have, unfortunately had some squads that have just not been uh as great to play with Mm -hmm. um people that are just caring about themselves and you know dropping in literally like jumping in front of me to loot um whatever's on the ground or whatever and just moving on moving quick from one location to the other without really communicating and so it's interesting this week i've I've seen more of that than i did the first week and now i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's just coincidence or if it's just a matter of now the game has had more exposure, there's lots of different players, maybe some uh, younger players. I don't know. So yeah. it, it's interesting. It kind of goes back onto my point last week of just, I think it would be great for those people that do prefer to play by themselves to have that maybe a solo mode. And I know that that will come at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, it's been interesting. I had one day that I actually had to take a break because it just was like, I, I tried without a mic, I tried with a mic, and I just kept getting these squads that, you know, uh, were not playing, using, not not playing for the team, right? And that right. made it not yeah. the funnest to play. So, um, yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. But again, that comes with every single multiplayer online game, right? So. Right, right. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. And I, I don't think it's coincidence. I think uh, you're onto something there with the, Maybe the younger player base has kind of come in a little bit more. You know, younger younger people tend to be fiercely loyal, and so I have a feeling a lot of the people that were like very very uh, loyal to Fortnite maybe have you know decided they'd come over and check out the game finally, um, and so it, we may be starting to see a little bit of influx of a younger crowd. And you know, the the one thing I can say to uh, to you guys, and I know you guys are both uh, good guys, and and I know most of the people in the the community so far that I've talked to are. Are good good people as well but um you know let's uh let's try to be nice to each other these people yep. if they're if they're gonna be you know jerks in the game you know report them and move on um we don't need to carry out and and continue on with uh with promoting anything about uh you know not being a team player or or, or being rude or anything like that but just want to you know foster a good community out there and let's make sure exactly. that uh if we're yeah. not if we're uh running into people that aren't team players let's just kind of uh push them to the side and 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 move on and, and play for the ones that want to want to win and want to want to have fun. So I guess that's uh, kind of all I had for, for this week, guys. Did you have anything oh. else you want to talk about? Coming, coming back. I actually remembered something to, to, to a good experience this week. Um, 
I love it when I find people online with their mics and they're just down to hang. Mm-hmm. Um, I found these two guys and they were all about hot dropping in. They didn't care. They didn't care about going to the end. If they, if they got out of the maelstrom of, of the, of going to the, the blue point or <laughs> wherever had high loot, it was going to be a good game. Nice. If not, we'd just, we'd, they'd just go back in. So I spent a solid, like, I think it was like an hour and a half or two hours just continually high octane, hot dropping in, seeing how long we could survive in the maelstrom. And that's something that I really enjoyed because it was it was a different kind of pace of playing rather than going for the long-term survival, just seeing if you can hang in there for as long as you can. Yeah, that that's that's actually, you know, kind of a fun way to play sometimes. And it's a good way to kind of get your reflexes up too, because you kind of just gotta jump in, grab what you can, and and go for it. Um, and it kind of forces you to play with some weapons you might not typically play with as well. Because exactly. you know, if you if you're you're trying to survive, you're gonna you're gonna come across the your you know, your usual weapons that you like eventually. So yeah, that's pretty fun, and I, I, I enjoy that too, Tommy, whenever you run into a, a group of guys online that's uh, that's just real fun to play with, and you end up running with them for a few hours. That's always a fun time. So, um, All right, guys, well, unless you guys had anything else, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up for this week. Uh, a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but uh, we kind of wanted to just go over some of our, again, some of our general tips and just things we want people to know about the game uh, to keep in mind while you're dropping into Kings Canyon uh, this upcoming week. So, um, again, guys, we do thank you for listening to the show. Uh, make sure again that you're subscribed on whatever service it is that you use. Uh, and one thing I will say is I do have a kind of a little temporary website set up for us. So it's apexchampionspod.com. If you want links to the, the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, any of the services, if you just go to apexchampionspod.com, you'll find a link to, you know, any service out there that you want. And it, it, uh, It'll pull it up if you go to it on your your phone or your your tablet or whatever. It'll just pull it up right in whatever app you like to use. So uh, I thought that'd be handy for anyone that wants to uh, share the show with their friends or anything like that. Um, And with that note, if you guys would also make sure that you leave us a rating or a review, that really helps us get get the show out to other fans of the game. Um, And as well, if you could follow us on Twitter at Apex underscore champions. Uh, We're also on all the other social medias. And again, all that will be in the description of this show. Um, Luke, I do again, thank you for coming on the show this week, my friend. Where can we find you online? Yeah, thanks, Garrett. And thanks, Tommy. I really uh, enjoyed the conversation today. You can catch me on my weekly video game podcast, Games Are Fun. It airs every Tuesday on all the major platforms. You can also follow me on Twitter at Games Are Fun Pod and my Instagram page at Games Are Fun Podcast. Cool. And Tommy, I know you're, uh, you've been posting some YouTube videos over the last few days. Where can we take a look at those? So I'm over on YouTube at TommyBoy601. I'm streaming on twitch.tv slash TommyBoy601. And you can find me over on Instagram at TommyBoy601 as well. Very good. Thanks again, Tommy, for coming on this week. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, I'm your host, Garrett. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at LPPanther. Thank you guys once again for listening to the show, and you are the Apex Champions. Have a good one, guys.